Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Your Relationship With podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Snow. I'm a business relationship consultant, and I love helping female entrepreneurs start and grow businesses that they love in a way that they love to do it. I know, it's revolutionary. (laughs) I'm just loving getting back to the basics of what actually works in business when you stop looking at all of the shiny objects. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited for today's episode, because not only do I get to interview one of my very best friends, Jessica Sato, but the topic we're discussing is your relationship with purpose. And this is such an important component of building a business that you love and also building a business that is sustainable that is not going to burn you out and that you're going to be able to keep working through even when it's challenging. I got to tell you, Jess has been a game changer in my life. When I first started my business, I didn't know what I didn't know. I just wanted to be a dating coach. I didn't want to be a social media marketer. I didn't want to be an email strategist. I didn't want to create funnels and marketing strategies and get business insurance. I didn't even know that was a thing. And so to have someone like Jess in my life who is so smart about business strategy and growing businesses was a game changer for me. So I'm so excited for you to hear what she has to say. Let me introduce you to her. Jess Sato is the founder and CEO of Jessica Sato Consulting, a business strategy and coaching firm for female founders. With years of experience under her belt, Jess equips and empowers women globally to grow profitable and sustainable businesses by leveraging their purpose and mission as their competitive advantage, engaging in robust strategic and execution planning, and providing the support and accountability that women need in order to change the world. Woo, I love it. And I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with Jess Sato on your relationship with purpose. Good morning, Jess. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. So excited to talk to you today about purpose and how purpose relates to your business and everyone else's business. But I want to start first by just diving into your own story and your own relationship with purpose, because I know this has evolved a lot over the years and has really shaped at any given moment what's going on in your business. So share with everybody a little bit just about who you are, what you do, and about your own relationship with purpose in your business. Okay. I love that you said it was an evolution because good grief, it really has been. Um, Okay. So I'm Jess Sato, founder of Jessica Sato Consulting, and I have been working with a whole variety of people over the course of my career. Started out with corporate women and actually corporate men as well, and then evolved to working with female entrepreneurs, female business owners. And for me, purpose has really been, like you said, an evolution. And I feel like when I look back over the course of my career, and I guess if we want to be even broader over my life, I would dread that question. Like, what do you, you know, what are you on this earth for? Like, what's your purpose? Like, you know, it was like the worst question. It's up there with like, where do you see yourself in 10 years in an interview? Because I just never felt like I had a clear answer. It was like my whole life, I was driven in all these different areas. But when it came to this big question mark of purpose and career, I just had no idea. 
And that's when I realized that purpose is not something you just wake up and discover, oh, this is my purpose. It's much more of an excavation and a look back. And when you look back, I call it sort of that through line. You can see that there's a through line that most of us can clearly see like, oh, this event led to this, to this, to this. But if you had tried to plot that out yourself and be super strategic about it, you would never have made those things happen. Yeah. And and so I think for business owners, there's this sense of I need to, I need to know why I am put on this earth. And it's that seems sort of like this big existential question. And when in reality, I think from a business perspective, it really gets down to a core question, which is what kind of impact do I want to make in the world? And when you answer that question, that's when you can start to see how these pieces start to align, how your different experiences have kind of put you in this place to do that. And so for me, you know, the work I do is really around helping people figure out what is that impact that they're trying to make and why is that important to them? And we then use that information as a big component of their competitive advantage. It's sort of, you know, these different pieces of your marketing message, it becomes really that foundational element. So, you know, for me, the purpose question has been, like you said, an evolution and it's, and it's something that continues to shape the direction I take my business, right? Because the more I do the work, the more I start to uncover about impact and how I want to show up in the world. Yeah. And I definitely think it is an evolution for almost everybody. And I like how you said that about like the looking back helps you define it a little bit more. Cause I think for me, like when I look at my former business as a dating coach, my purpose was very different. And when I knew I wanted to leave dating coaching and start doing something else, that was how I came to you know, business relationship consulting is really looking back and like, what is the common thread through every phase of life, through every chapter, every evolution of who I've been and the opportunities that have presented themselves and all of that. It's like, that's when I saw the common relationship piece. So I think that's a really good point as far as like looking back. So I think people feel a lot of pressure too, especially in business. Like it's a big We'll talk about what is your why in a second, but it's a big like, oh, what's your why? You have to know your why. And sometimes that can feel like pressure to figure it out and to know it right now. Yeah. It feels like this monstrosity, like how could I possibly figure it out? And that's why I say it's not just something you just wake up and you're like, oh, this is it. You know, it really does feel much more like an excavation process. And so that's where that looking back becomes really important, right? Because like, as you said, you're not going to, you know, if you would have, had a conversation with someone and they said, Hey, Melissa, you know, 10 years ago, you're going to be an entrepreneur. You're going to be helping women with their business. You would probably have looked at them and been like, what are you even talking about? Right. Just seems so off the radar, but now like that through line, you can completely see how you were evolving and growing and learning. And then this becomes something that really shapes how you do your business, what kind of business you have. And so I think, you know, it's a big why most of us start out with, you know, I want more freedom. I want more flexibility. And those are completely valid. And over time, the longer you do the business, the more information you get, learn about your clients, et cetera, it becomes easier for that to tighten up and get more specific. So I don't put a lot of stock in spending a ton of time in the early days trying to figure out your big why. I think you need to know why you're doing the business. I think you need to know why you're trying to make an impact or what that impact is. 
right? Because how can you build a business without that? But it's not a static thing. And I know for me, you know, I've had multiple iterations of my own consulting practice. And if you had asked me 10 years ago why I was starting my business, it was literally because I needed a legal entity to do the work. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me now, it's a much different kind of answer than it even was maybe six, eight months ago. Yeah. Right? And so I think take some of that pressure off of off yourself, right? Because you just, if there's no reason to feel like you have to have the answer right this second, that has to be the answer, you know, capital T-H-E. Yeah. I kind of liken it to trying to decide what you're going to get your degree in. It's like, we put all this pressure on like, okay, I have to decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life right now, because that's what I'm going to get my degree in. But really like 99.9% of us, I just made that statistic up, but I'm pretty sure it's close to accurate are not doing anything that has anything to do with our degree. I mean, you are now, but when you had a cupcake business, you weren't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like, right. Don't put all that pressure that like, whatever you decide your purpose is now, or whatever your why is for starting your business or in the early stages of your business, it's going to evolve and it's going to change and it may be completely different and that's okay too. Yeah, totally. So when we talk about purpose, I feel like this is one of those things that a lot of women, especially in the early stages of business, feel like is kind of the cherry on top of business. Like I liken it to the interview I did with Megan Contra about fun. And we talked about how so many women in the beginning stages of business are like, okay, I'll have fun when I'm at six, seven, eight figures, but right now I just need to make money. And her and I really dug into like, why does fun need to be part of that beginning process when you're learning to make money and starting to make money? And I think people think of purpose a lot of the same way, right? Like when I'm making seven figures, then I'll figure out who I want to donate to, who I want to give back to, who I want to serve with, you know, my purpose. But why is it important for us to figure that out or at least have some general idea of it before we're at six, seven, eight figures? Yeah, this is such a good question. So I think of purpose as sort of this filter that everything in your business runs through. So not only is it the North Star, it gives you direction so that you know what you're aiming for, why you're doing the business, you know, and sort of how the business can be used for good in the world. But it's also this filter that allows you, you know, from an alignment perspective, it allows you to stay connected. Right. So who am I serving? Well, are they going to help me or allow me to have the impact I want to make in the world? If I say to myself, well, for me, for example, I really care a lot about women being able to use their voice, their experience, their skills, their expertise to create opportunities for themselves. And for me, that looks like entrepreneurship. I want to help other women do that. So why would I work with men? Right. That's not to say you can't, right? But like it starts to give you a filter, like, okay, if that's my mission, well, then, you know, I start to run everything through that. Who am I working with? The way in which I support them, the kind of offers I make. Even your pricing strategy can run through this filter. Like, okay, well, if the people I'm trying to help, you know, really don't have the means and you're trying to charge prices that are inconsistent with that, it's going to be very difficult for you to stay in alignment, right? It starts to feel really icky. So there's sort of those core foundational pieces that allow you to stay really connected. And and I want to acknowledge something that in the early days, there is a lot of, 
I just need to make money. So there's some latitude here, but it can't be so much of, I need to make money. I'm willing to do whatever it takes that you're now out of alignment because what happens? You end up, you know, making money, hitting some, maybe some bigger targets. And all of a sudden you're like, why am I doing this business again? This doesn't feel good. Actually, it sucks. I don't get it. Right. So I think a purpose is sort of that grounding factor that allows you to be in alignment while, you know, with sort of that North star. I think it also shapes as you get a little bit further down the path, who do you hire? Whether that's official employees or assistants and the philosophy behind that, right? Am I hiring people that I'm giving a fair wage to if that's part of your value system, right? Um, It might also look like, how are you sourcing products if you're a product-based business? Like, is it in alignment, right? So to me, it just becomes this really critical touch point And so it's not just this external thing that's like, oh, nice to have. It becomes the very core, almost like the heartbeat of the business. And so when you're disconnected from that, that's where everything starts to feel icky. And you're like, why did I say I wanted to do this business again? I have no idea because it doesn't feel good, right? So purpose gives you that sort of that feel good connection piece that I think is essential to running a really healthy business. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what helps you keep going when it's hard. Because let's be honest, mm-hmm. it's hard it is. <laughs> <laughs> at certain times, quite hard. And when you have that connection to that deeper purpose, I think that helps you keep going. And I love what you said too, about like, it's so helpful in just helping you make decisions and helping you constrain and helping you figure out like, we all know in the early stages of business and even sometimes in the later stages of business, there are so many shiny objects and so many like, I should be on Instagram. I should start a YouTube channel. I should have a podcast. I should have a membership, like all of these things. And to be able to run those things through that filter of like, is this in alignment? Is this moving me towards that bigger purpose? I think is a really helpful way to kind of make those decisions and know what's right for you. Yeah, totally. I think the other part too, that maybe is worth mentioning here is that people are looking to work with people who want to do good in the world, right? I mean, the the data is off the charts. I mean, it's something like 80, something like 83% of consumers are loyal to brands that have a larger purpose that are trying to do good in the world. And that's not, you know, just a quick like, oh, you know, lip service kind of thing. It's like they need to see that businesses are actually in it for more than just the money. And that really is going to be the way of the future. I mean, then, like I said, the numbers are staggering. And so, you know, taking the time to really get clear on why you want to do this business and how it fits into the larger context of the marketplace, like how you can actually use the business to change something that's happening in the world that you don't like, or maybe closer to home in your own industry. Maybe it's something that's happening in your community. And that's not to say like you have to have like this ginormous purpose, right? But when people can see that you care about something and that you're connected to something that's more than just, I want to make money. And like, if you want to make money, by all means, I'm here for it. But how is that grounded in something? Right. So for me, I care a lot about helping Egyptian women entrepreneurs um, and women entrepreneurs in developing countries, period. Right. So a lot of the things I do with American women, for example, is used as part of the funding mechanism to do that work. I donate, you know, parts of my profit to causes that 
move the needle forward. And when you're in that and people can see that you're authentic and that it's connected to something much deeper, that's when you're really going to start to differentiate yourself. So, you know, to me, purpose is like we said, that filter, it's a grounding force. It's a, you know, it guides you, but it also starts to differentiate you because then people now all of a sudden are drawn to things that you also care about because they care about those things. Like, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to were like, oh my God, I care a lot about women in Africa. How can I help them? I'm like, let's go, right? Because now all of a sudden we're connected on something that's more than just the work itself. There's a almost like a heart issue that's connected there too. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if it was possible to have a purpose-driven business and make money at the same time. But it sounds like what you're saying is not only is it possible, but in some ways having a purpose-driven business will actually help you make money in a way that having a business that had no purpose would not. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, people are going to spend money on the things that are important to them. So one of the things that there's an interesting statistic, right? So Gen Z, I can't even remember the age category those kids are in right now. I think they're you know maybe early 20s and younger. Um, they are the largest generation, which means they will have more purchasing power than any generation prior to them. And the things that are important to them are environmental sustainability, social good, social impact. So if you do the math, right, you're going to see that people are going to be spending money with companies that are doing good in the world, that are aligned with their values. And the data suggests that people are willing to pay more for businesses that are already doing good, right? I mean, you just think about who you like to spend money with. If you have a, a bent toward environmental sustainability, if you have a bent towards some kind of LGTB issue or, you know, civil rights or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, those companies are seeing great breaking numbers because people want to pour into businesses that are doing good in the world. And so I think that's why we can't just think of it as that cherry on the top. It has to be something that we're already starting to think about. And I think I might have mentioned this, but I want to be super clear that this is not an opportunity to just kind of pay these issues lip service. People have to believe and see that you actually care and are backing up your words. It's not enough to what they call this wash or green wash. Like you really have to be authentic. And so, you know, I just think it's a super fun opportunity to be able to really tie something that you're passionate about, a cause, uh, you know, a dream, a vision for the future to your business and allow your business to help fund or create change in a way that maybe you alone could not. Right? It's now you and your clients are comfortable with that. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that. So is there a downside to having a purpose-driven business? Yeah. And that, you know, sometimes you're going to, you know, make a misstep. You're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to do the wrong thing. So, you know, people are watching. And so there is some sensitivity to that. I think the other part is that sometimes if you are really a purpose-driven business, that means you make decisions that in the short term may be super painful from a financial perspective because the mission is more important than the money. Um, But then, you know, the long-term impact looks different and better. So, you know, there's, there's trade-offs and if you're at a stage in your business where 
you really need the revenue and you're trying to make that trade-off and try to deal with that balance, it could be a really painful decision to say, you know, I'm not going to say yes to that client because we are out of alignment. Their business counter to the kind of impact I'm trying to make, even though they're going to pay you, you know, a lot of money. So I think, you know, just having that recognition and the willingness to play the long game is where you're going to feel that tension. But, you know, I'm a huge believer that when you stay in alignment with the thing that you're trying to do, people reward you for it down the Mm -hmm. road, not just, you know, from a dollars and cents perspective, but from an impact um, perspective as well. So I think, you know, that goes back to that authenticity and really making sure that you are being um, real and really trying to back up what you're saying with action and being willing to kind of take some of those um, longer views of the world. So short-term action, longer view, um, I think is important as long as it's aligned with your mission. Yeah, absolutely. That's such great advice. So if anybody wants to learn more about you and what you do, more about some of your purposes and the the groups and affiliations that you have, or even just about working with you to get more specific about what their purpose is, how to create a purpose-driven business, what are the best ways for them to connect with you? Well, I spend most of my time on LinkedIn. So you can find me over there at just-slotto. And then for the business um, organizations that I'm supporting or just how to work with me, you can find me at my website, jessicasato.com. Love it. And let's talk a little bit just for one second. I didn't even warn you ahead of time that we were going to talk about this, but let's talk about TEDx for a second, because you also work with people who want to get on the TEDx stage, right? And I actually think this is relevant. We won't dig too much into it, but I do think it's relevant because I think having a purpose-driven business is kind of a big idea. And one of, and the specific purposes that a lot of people have behind their business are also big ideas. So tell us a little bit about how you help people who want to get on the TEDx stage. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you asked this. So yes, I do feel strongly like purpose, big idea, mission. It's all sort of the same core. And so I work with people who want to be on the TEDx stage, who are looking to use that that mission or that big idea as part of their thought leadership. Um, I work with them to really get clear on what that big idea is. And the reason that's important for TEDx is because TEDx is not a storytelling platform. It's a big idea platform. So it's not enough to just use your story, right? Your story amplifies your big idea. So, you know, a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, Hey, you know, I really want to do a TED talk. Here's my story. And I'll say, okay, well, what's the big idea beneath the story? And it's actually quite difficult to do that on your own. So Mm -hmm. we spend time digging into what is that big idea, similar process to what we would do in your business, and then use that to work the application process and really formulate what that TED Talk would look like. And, you know, this concept is more than just TED. It's more than just business, right? I often say, you know, what is the stage that you want to stand on. So maybe it's your podcast, maybe it's your blog, you know, maybe it's you just as a guest on someone else's podcast or media or whatever it might look like, right? Books. Um, you have to know what the big idea is and you have yeah. to know why it's important to you, right? So a lot of the stuff that we do, you know, whatever the the platform might be is rooted in what your big idea is. So, you know, the process is quite similar. I love it. So if anybody wants to connect with you about the TEDx, is your website still the best place for them to do that also? Love it. Okay. So everything is on the website. Go to the website, 
find out more about Jess, find out more about what she does. And thank you, Jess, so much. This is such an important topic. And I would love to have you on again to dive a little bit deeper into it in the future. Love to. All right. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Relationship With podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. If you want more information about the Powerful Women Rising community or about our monthly virtual speed networking event, check out the link in the comments. We'll see you next time.